From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have David from Small World. David, it's really nice to have you on. Great to be here, Brad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm really excited for today's discussion. So, David, to kick us off, can you tell me a bit about who you are as well as what your company is and what you guys are up to? Sure. I live in Chicago. I've spent most of my career in commercial leadership roles at early stage companies, having been a part of early teams that built companies from zero to one a couple times. And most recently was chief revenue officer of a $40 million voice analytics company before starting Small World, where I got the inspiration for what we're building now. I love it. And what are you guys building? What are you guys up to? What's that look like? What we've done is created an application that helps companies operationalize warm introductions and referrals. What we found Mm. is introductions and referrals can impact all of the deal velocity metrics, whether it's top of funnel production, whether it's conversion rates throughout the pipeline. And they're a highly underutilized asset within every company. So whether it's customers or partners or advisors, a lot of sales reps would like to be able to leverage those warm introductions, but it's hard to really know whether or not there's a real relationship there. The connectors are either bought into it or not, and there's not an effective way to track and measure and manage it. And so we've built both a Salesforce integration as well as a standalone platform that, that enables companies to, to optimize that channel for growth. And I know you mentioned a little bit of what you're doing before you're doing this, but I'd love to just expand on that a bit of what, like, what's your story? What led you to specifically get into this area and focus on this type of thing? I think I I had firsthand experience both as a sales leader, as a salesperson in my career, as well as someone who would make warm introductions when I felt that they were worthy for people and there could be mutual benefit. And then when I inspected what the best salespeople were doing, they were very effective at this. But the journey to get those introductions was arduous. It was manual. It was either being done on a spreadsheet that got distributed to board members and executives, or it was a hit or miss using LinkedIn to try to really understand if the connection was there. And so I knew that there was direct business impact if they were done effectively. And that would it allow you to get access to senior level decision makers very quickly and again, really impact a few different use cases for sales and marketing teams. I think it also was clear that cold outreach was becoming less effective and that buyers mm-hmm. were become deaf to this outreach, whether it's spam filtering a lot of these messages or just LinkedIn becoming a tricky place to filter through what's authentic and what's not. I felt like relationships really were an underutilized important part of this process. Absolutely. So what advice do you have when it comes to advice for other entrepreneurs, comes to growing a company? And what are some of the maybe lessons learned that you've had here? When you're starting something from scratch, you really need to enjoy all parts of getting your hands dirty. You're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to get a lot of skeptics. You're going to have a lot of people that will have really good feedback. And I think you need to take all that feedback in and then decide who has some great wisdom that you want to incorporate into your thinking and where you might have to consider your conviction as being a way that may be different than that feedback. And so I think you have to do it all, right? And I think building a team, understanding where your strengths are and where you need help on a team is really important, but it's all about being scrappy and moving fast in the early days for sure. 
have there been any particular tactics, strategies you've used that you're like, hey, we found this, maybe referrals and all that and anything that stands out? I do use our product. I have to say, if I look at our pipeline today, maybe half of it has come from Small World. So that's it obviously makes it easy for me to speak with conviction on calls when the first question I ask whoever I'm speaking to is, would you have taken this call had we not been introduced by this particular connector and chuckle and say, there's no chance I would have ignored you. And so that's certainly helped us, no question about it. And I think really understanding customer expectations in advance of building features, thinking about and being empathetic with what that user experience is so important in the early days. Let's talk about some of the like marketing aspect of growing a company. Um, you're pretty active on LinkedIn. Looks like you're engaging, you're creating content, all that. What role does that play? What's your view on all that? It's important, right? Awareness. The way we look at the world is sales is about timing or trust. And you want to accommodate both. Timing is your brand top of mind when there's a decision being made, when there is a mandate to make a decision. You want to be on a short list of those vendors, whether it's an RFP or whatever, and creating great content and creating a compelling reason for somebody to evaluate your solution is super important. I think it creates a certain expectation for the brand as well in terms of your personality. There's a company called Lavender, which I think is a terrific job of communicating levity and doing it the right way, blending in some of the capabilities into what they've done. And as we grow, we'll continue to try to do the same thing. So whether it's here's our capabilities and here's how we sort of view the world through thought leadership perspectives, but also Here's the kind of culture that we have. Here are the kind of people that work for Small World. And it's an important part of it for sure. What's one thing you wish you would have known when you first became CEO that you know now? That it's going to take longer than you'd expect. It always does. I think that whether it's acquiring new customers and getting decisions, but also adding new team members. And if you could go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? Hire great people and trust that they're going to do their job better than you would. And so give them a vision and a strategy and then the tools and resources they need to do their job really well. Love that. Can you describe a time when you had to make a pivot? How did you go about that? How did you come to that decision? How did you go? As a CEO in my previous startup, we were a consumer app to start with. And we realized that businesses that were actually compelled about what we had built. And so we we literally pivoted from a B2C application to a B2B application. So that was significant. We've made many pivots along the way with Small World. Knowing and understanding sort of expectations of, like I said, the connectors for us has been really important. So smaller tweaks to our product, but we've learned a lot from customer feedback. As we wrap up, what's one piece of advice for industry as a whole or think like your customer base? What would that piece of advice be? Don't underestimate the power of trust in every sales cycle. We have customers now doing relationship audits for any important deals on their pipeline. We'll hear all the time, gosh, we lost this deal. Had we only known that our chief operating officer was friends with their CFO? And it doesn't need to be that way. If there's a system in place that allows teams to have that visibility, the outcomes will be real and win-loss rates will drive higher. Love that. David, it's been amazing to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining today and sharing all your wisdom and insights. Thanks for having me. Great to be here.